We're in Yuck City and something's screaming. Find out where all the shrieking's coming from this week on Hapless Heroes. Green something or other. Green Green something something or other. Welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We'll start tonight's adventure, as we always do, by introing our cast. And, oh, tonight I feel like starting with the right. We've got Mike as Murph Eastlaw. If something's going to go wrong, it might as well be because of me. <laughs> to his right, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. I had a plan. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. You are all disgusting. And to his right, we have Zach as Pregnart. Hello. And we're still without Phil for this recording evening. Uh, he'll be rejoining us very soon in the future. So just as the light recap, so you are in a room, 20 by 20 in the northwest of this, um, I guess, sewer sub-basement uh, floor of the barracks. Yeah, barracks cellar situation, yep. yeah. There's water coming up from the south. And then it exits to the east. There's a hole in the middle of the room where there was a grate. The grate has since been removed. Water goes down about 20 feet. And you know that because it's been clarified by uh, Pregnart and his ability to um, change the properties of water. Bend water, was it? Shape water. Shape Shape water. water. Close enough. Yeah. Um, Which also includes color and opacity. Yep. That's fantastic. And, and Hydrolo, the water elemental, has been summoned by Murph. Yes. Ah. And some shrieking was coming from the south at us. That shrieking is coming from the south, and it's getting louder really quickly. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and put myself between the water elemental and the southern entrance to this room so that I am behind. Like, the water elemental is between, essentially, me and the... Okay, yes, you can be slightly north of there. Uh, yeah. Jarrell braces himself with his sword and shield and looks down the hallway. Can I see anything? And down the hallway, amidst the shrieking and the now uh, growing louder sounds of clacking, there are four undead constructs barreling down the hall on their limbs and their claws. So let's just clarify what you mean by undead constructs. Like a Frankenstein? What the fuck do these things look like? Or a skeleton? Like? Okay. Um, they are bonework skeletons. You've seen something oh, like yeah. it before. Yeah, in the, in the necromancy ho- hotel. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, these, I knew it the whole time. <laughs> these seem to be slightly different in that the extra claws and appendages appear to have been added to what appear were possibly people who were here. Okay. Affected so by the plague and driven insane and are still alive and feeling and have now had no anesthesia surgery to apply necromantic shit to them. Oh, how, how far crazy. away are they? Uh, they are about 60 feet away right now. And um, in what formation are they? Um, kind <laughs> of a loose spread. Um, <laughs> let's call it a box. You said each the hallway was like about 10, feet, 10 feet away from each other. Yeah. Or yeah, about five feet away from each other. 
That's good news. Uh, Jarrell just lights up when he sees the undead and goes, let's have at it! And he charges at them. All right. I'm assuming we're rolling initiative. I, if we weren't before, we are now. <laughs> I'm gonna kill some me, some undead. Oh, that's cocked. But I think it's a, yeah, it's a four. All right. So four bonework skeletons. They are about sixty feet down the hall right now. They are approaching at uh, whatever speed they feel like approaching at. A good jaunt. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Pregnart. Yes. Well, I'm gonna say. This is my first serious outing, or one, well, well, the first one in yeah. a long time yeah. with a with a magical character. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go full tilt and cast uh, Sunbeam. Oh yeah, baby! All right, tell are us all a, about. Sunbeam. Are any of them like in line in oh. my in my perspective? Yes, and it's gonna because be... I can cast a sixty foot long, five foot wide. They would all be in that radiant damage. You will be able to catch all of them. With yeah, that. it's a sixty-foot okay. line. Just <laughs> yeah, but even five feet right down the middle of the hall only okay. gives two and a half feet to either side. So. Yep. Okay, and I'm going to run in front of Jarrell so as to cast it, not to catch him in the beam. Okay. And Smart idea, Pregnart. I'm mm-hmm. going to cast that. Okay. So they're all making con saves against the seventeen. Mm-hmm. Against a seventeen. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. So we've got a. Fail, fail. Oh, and sorry, undead and oozes have disadvantage on this save. All right, two saves, two fails. Okay, so this is a uh, 60 foot long, five foot wide um, sunbeam. I'm literally casting yeah. sunlight at That's these things. Awesome. It's, it's like when you like focus the magnifying glass, you know what I mean? Like with the sun in between yeah. it, just like this pew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sun yeah. laser. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it, so two of them uh, pass two of them fail. Yes. So two of them will be blinded until their next turn. Two failures will be blinded. And let me roll the 6d8. 6d8. Let's loan this man some 6d8 radiant damage. Ooh. Oh wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of eights. Yeah, 37 radiant damage okay. to the ones who fail and they are also blinded and half Eight. 37 is 18. 18. Yeah. 18 and a half. Do we round down? You for round that? down. And what was it? If uh, the spell duration is one minute, and I can recast that. Yeah, without spending a spell slot. You can right. just shoot out another 60 foot long. Beam if my of concentration is not broken. Right. Uh, as an action on each, on each of your turns. Do they start their turn in that? No, he has to, like, I mean, like, it was just one beam, but he's okay. kind of, like, maintaining sort of his concentration on, like, being able to, like, shoot out another. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like Last Jedi. Yeah. I'm imagining, like, Pregnart as the whatever cannon that they use in Last Jedi. The Pregnart cannon. Yeah. Pregnart cannon. That's right. <laughs> I love it. The beam is... Count- no, I'm going to make it come from my mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good! Yes! Boom! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I could just—I—the I, mental image I have now is—he's got a wide mouth. Yeah, it's incredible. I love it. Also, strong fucking work, Pregnart. Yeah, are they still standing? Just go. Oh yeah, they're still standing and charging. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna—I'm gonna just like you're gonna hear Felix just quickly shout like, "Yeah, buddy!" Yep. So uh, there's the end of Pregnart's turn, and we move on to the enemies who charge ahead 40 feet, and that's 
all they've got this turn. Okay. Oh, so they couldn't even make it to us. Uh, no. Well, they could make it right up into your grill and not do anything. I see. So, so they're still at range. Yeah, so okay. we're going to leave it at range. Okay. At 20 feet away from you now. Sounds good. All right. Murph. Okay. <clears throat> while he is... While he's concentrating on Hydrolo and making sure he stays control of Hydrolo, he takes his right hand and in it he has a glass cone that he shatters and says fro and Gives a them all blast a of cold air erupts from my hands and every creature in a 60 foot cone must make a constitution saving throw and none of us are in this cone right well they're in range right but none of us so are. So it's coming from me. In front of you. Yeah, but are, are, but are they in front of you? Is like what he's asking also. Or did you yeah. move Did you guys move? Yeah, they moved ahead in the room. He did. I was in the front. We're just making sure that, you know, you're not putting them in between this cone of cold. I didn't hear anybody particularly move in front of me. So he I feel moved, like since he we're... He moved in front of me particularly. Sure, but I mean, it's a 30-foot cone. So uh-huh. it's not going to immediately hit you guys if you're uh-huh. to my left and right. Just making sure you don't hit us with the cold So you cone. can position yourself to get us out of range before you cast this. Yes. As long as you're not standing basically directly in front of me. Can you not shoot you it shouldn't be standing effective. directly I mean, I can see us. how he can literally just... <laughs> yeah. but I can see how he, he can literally just step up and just right. put the edge of yeah. the cone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know yes. if I mean, this is worth saying five feet. This is your turn, so you can move sure. to get no, us out of range. Yeah. I understand, but I don't think <laughs> anyone's actually moved in range. Okay. Is We're my point. just making sure. So I, I take a, a five step leap forward. Oh, mm-hmm. God, that was so gay. You, that, that, that was so also, yeah. more importantly, well, no that one was saw so it. It, was, it, was, it was a ballet leap. It was so Quinn. Yeah. yeah. That's Fuck the yeah. problem. Is, is Murph prancing? Murph is, <laughs> Murph is a Quinn and Hoka well, fan. Okay, boy. so he, he kind of just like waddles up in front of the rest of the group because, you know, he's tiny. Um, he kind of like gets in between everybody and, and just kind of, and then he shoots off. The cone of cold. Um, so every creature must make a constitution saving throw. All right. four. So all four are making their controls. So two of them, and they've sort of jumbled up a little bit, so you can't tell which one, you know, took the full brunt of the last one versus this one. But um, two of them do take the ice just right to the chest and are are hit pretty solidly. The other two are sort of at the outsides of the hallway there. They're actually racing along the walls and kind of miss the worst of it. Cool. So 35 for the ones that take the most. Okay. Would that be 17 then? So for the other two? Yeah, mm-hmm. 17. And that's cold damage. Yeah, blast of cold air and icicles and whatever shards of shit that are just flying out from there. I also, can I take a moment to appreciate, Mike, that anytime you play a spellcaster, you completely forgo even having an arcane focus and actually just use components. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really hear anyone usually doing that. It's like playing with the actual components. Because sure. most people, because like, you can, like, the rules say that you can actually just use an arcane focus and forego material components that don't cost any gold. Mm-hmm. But he's choosing I'm to an old school still player. describe I'm all of the components player. that are, he, so he doesn't have an arcane focus. He has a pouch of components he just carries around with him to cast all these spells. So when I learned how to play, you read the components like kind of out loud as part of the role play. That's beautiful. So it's, uh, 
I, and it's very rare that I play a spellcaster, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. I just don't know the spells. By very spells rare, you mean that every character you <laughs> played on the show is a spellcaster, right? And even well, in our previous game, true. Campaign, it was yeah. I mean, Quinn just, does like low level, like uh-huh. I'm just, whatever's. I'm just, I mean, it's not like shit I'm doing right now. Sure. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So. One of the ones that takes the full brunt is disintegrated by the ice. Yeah, baby! Oh, wow. So there are three more barreling down the hallway. One appears to still be blind, while the other blind one was destroyed. Okay. And then there are two others. Okay. So three coming down the hall, one's blind, two are not. Is that it, Murph? He has his own... Yeah, but you still oh, issue a fair. command to it. It, says it doesn't require an action. So. I always thought I would just do it like when he was going, but that's fine. Um, so, um, Hydrolo, attack! That was... Hydrolo, attack! There. Never mind. Attack, w- attack what? <laughs> no, well, he's not hostile toward us. Not if yet. I have control of him. Oh, okay, 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 I mean, okay, okay. Fair enough. He knows. You have he, to he knows. What, for it to sure. Us. He so knows what you, you want. You did not specify. <laughs> sure. Okay. It All would. Right. I can and we'll find out how Hydrolo attacks in two turns. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but right now, Felix. Um, cool. So one's dead. That's great. Uh, that's fantastic news. I'm I'm a real big fan of the fact that it's dead. I would like. To Hex. Why don't we say the third one? The one that's not blinded and did not take the full brunt of anything. So we'll just say zombie number three. One's dead, two, three, four are alive. That's okay. kind of how I'm yeah. looking at it, right? So I'm going to look at one of them. I'm going to Hex him. I'm going to give him... I'm trying to think of... Uh, just offhand, thinking of spells here. I'm going to give it the Constitution Hex so that it is disadvantage on Constitution saving throws. All right. And that's a bonus action. And then as an action, I'm going to fire three fucking Eldritch Blasts. Um, one at each of them. Pop, pop, pop. So Does he have please. advantage against the blinded one? Yes, attacks against do have advantage. That was a little better. Okay. Uh, well, it's okay. I have was it plus 11 to all those. So uh, nat 20, 22, and 19. All right. Um... 20, 22, 19. Yes, all of those are going to... You could roll a three. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, so against the n- number one, let's do the nat 20. All right. I'm sorry, number number two. Right? The one that it's not hex, but it's damaged. Uh, okay, sure. Closest to dead. That's kind of what... I'm aiming at the one that took the full brunt of the sunbeam. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry, the full brunt of the cone of cold and sunbeam, like combination... The blind one, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, the blind one, okay, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, not the blind one. Not the blind one. The one that took both is dead. Yeah, the blind one is not what I got the crit against, though. Yeah. Okay. So let's do that at four, I guess. Uh, this one's going to take... So that's uh, max damage is 10 plus 17 on the crit. 17 on the crit against... Um, against, we'll say, number four. Number four. Okay. Okay. That kills, so... Oh, shit. Hang on to that. Okay, 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 okay. Against um, the hexed one, that was just a, you know, a 22 okay. that hits, and that's going to be... Um, nine force damage, and then again, since it's hexed, it also takes six necrotic damage. Wait, what level did I cast it at? Fifth hex. Nope, yeah, it's still one d six. It just lasts for twenty four hours. Okay, uh, and then the blinded one is still left. Blinded one takes 
Ooh, yeah, baby. Uh, 14 force damage. Okay. So just like, just like, you know, like it I can you see severely me severely like, damaged. Right, I point three fingers out and out of each finger, a different blast kind of just snakes out and hits each one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a little extra on the hexed one. And then I'm gonna tell Slim Shady to assist, uh, and give help to Jarrell. Specifically, she's going to sort of float around and try to distract so that you have advantage on your next attack. All right. Okay, good. So that covers both you and Jarell. Um, now it's um, Water Yulo, whatever his name is. Hydrolo. Hydrolo. Sure, him too. Um, so Hydrolo okay. is going to slam, attempt okay. to slam. So he kind of like builds himself up almost like a wave and tries to slam down onto two, the two remaining, right? Yeah. There's two. One's right. hexed and one's... So he has... Regular, I guess. 16. 16, uh, okay, yeah, 16 hits. Uh, but yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll hit the one that's not hexed. Okay, so the blinded one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you, you, you have advantage on that again. For hitting the blinded one. Roll, I mean, go for the crit. No. Okay. Um, then it's 2d8. Uh, 7. Um, yeah. Um, describe how you kill it. Ooh. Hooray! I was like, I was like, I, I was about to describe like a really puny wave that just like knocks him over. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how I'm going to describe it. So he, he attempts to build himself up, but as he kind of splashes down, he kind of makes one of those like awkward like mini waves that you see like from like the Atlantic Ocean's like big waves yeah and you get those like a time. crest yeah and it just kind of pushes you over sometimes uh-huh. yeah and it, it was enough because uh, that one was yeah it was more of the edge. undertow that kind of just yeah. like pulled him out from under um, and then he just kind of like he crashes down onto uh, the water and all the body parts fall out of it yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> it's too much for him all right. So, uh, anything else on his turn? Nope. Jarrell. Uh, just absolutely beaming. Glad that there's still one left after everybody got their turn. Um, <clears throat> the sword of justice just glows super bright as he approaches the one yes, remaining undead. Um, so, the first attack with just this. A blinding aura coming off of the Sword of Justice is a 29. Yikes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a thing. Should I do damage for the first attack first? Uh, yes. Might as well. All right. Yeah, are this you, one has some HP left out. Oh, it's a Divine Smite for sure. Okay. Yeah. For the first one, I'm just leaving it at Divine Smite. It starts off with 13 slashing damage. All right. Along with 49 damage. Okay, so you know what to do. Um, the sword just comes down. It hits with such force that, like, because it's a conglomeration of all these different body parts, they literally, like, each part that was sewn together separates in its own way. So, like, if there was, like, half of a leg with, like, somebody else's ankle, like, it's all completely separate. You completely disassemble. <laughs> This uh, one it goes all over skeleton it. It goes all over in it. one fell swoop. Yeah, I think it's more like I, I can just imagine like one like just this one slash he manages to literally just like accurately and like surgically sever every single, every single, every single part. <laughs> <laughs> he hits it so hard it has critical existence failure and just falls apart. Yeah. Exactly. All right, combat has finished. 
Well, that was fun. Make sure we tell Hobbit I killed all of them, Felix. <laughs> we he all, loves that. We all played our part. Oh, yeah, no fun. Yeah, like, I, I, you can tell him yourself. Oh, I will. Yeah, Pregnard just... closes his mouth and ends the sunbeam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you should probably do that because you're next. <laughs> Pregnard is just like this miraculous creature right. like that. He's been just like almost motionless this entire time. He's had just standing <laughs> his mouth agape. This beam of light still, shooting out of he's it. He's still inside of his helmet, too, so you wouldn't even be able to tell that his mouth was... It would just be a giant aura that came oh, off wow, from yeah. his face hole. I didn't yeah. think about that. Oh, it's, yeah, so if it's a dome over it and, and with the Magoogle head, I would, it would have to be... Yeah, yeah. Like a glass dome. Yeah. Magoogle. For the duration of that, you just looked like a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> with arms. Awesome. Yeah. Pregnant. I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, that with my was, arms wide open. That was pretty sick. Thank did you just make a Creed joke? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Man, get out. Terrible. No. Pregnart, his arms wide. His oh, mouth man. open. Yeah. <laughs> did you just make a Darmok and Jalad reference? Yes. <laughs> because Jamie has been watching tons of Next Generation. Oh, God. That was the episode that was the premiere of the Picard jacket. <laughs> oh, man. His adventure jacket. So speaking of fantasy things... Uh, is the coast clear now? For now. For now is good enough. Hey, do you want to send Hydrolo down the hole and see what's down there since that's what we were trying to do to begin with if we were assaulted by those shrieking things? He just immediately turns around. Hydrolo, dive into the hole. Hydrolo dives into the hole. The hole goes down 20 feet. It's still about three feet uh, in diameter the whole way down like a straight cylinder down. And that opens up into a, uh, I guess, a filled sewer pipe just full of A, water, and B, nastiness. Poop. All, all kinds of things. Whatever's really in the sewer. And it runs east and west for as far as you can see in either direction. Um, how much water does uh, change water, or I'm sorry, shape, shape water, water actually Five affect? cubic feet. Well, it's like, yeah, it's five cubic feet at a time, um, but it's cantrip, so... Okay, so you were able to blast successive ones down the hole to yeah. clear up everything down the Enough, hole. Enough, but I mean, like, yeah. Range think, of 30 feet. Yeah, and it can only do, you can only have two simultaneous effects at the same time. Yeah. Right. It was enough that Hydrolo can see to the bottom and that it goes east and west, but not much past that. Okay. That's enough information I needed. I wasn't sure if there was anything else down here. If this doesn't really, doesn't, doesn't really seem to be a, a good traversable. Mm-hmm. Situation down here, so yeah. like we'll leave it be for now. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be smart to try to investigate the source of those stampeding bonework guys? Uh, yes. Is this Pregnard's plan? Would it be wise <laughs> to uh, <laughs> investigate the source of the bonework guys? He's begging for your job, Felix. Honestly, I I mean, after watching that brilliant light show that he just did, I mean, I'm totally willing to go along with that. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Excellent job, Pregnart. Let's go. He's winning the day. The great soup. That fashionable outfit. Honestly, I mean, I really don't know how we live without him. Where did you even come? We should. Well, oh, yeah, I remember where you came from. You. I, 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 I'm now glad Fe- one of us knows. And now, and now Felix is starting to recall him being trapped inside of a gem and Pregnart <laughs> shaking it. And I didn't shake. I, I, yeah, I called it, coddled it like mm-hmm. a. Like it was my own. Like I was, ha- and I was having a horrible time in there. I, I sang mean, it a lullaby too. To be fair, Magogo he was lullaby. loving the whole time. 
and I appreciate that about pregnant art. So mm-hmm. yeah. in retrospect, yeah. not retrospect. at the time. No, at the time, you were I was, living hell. At the, yeah, at that time, I couldn't see anything beyond my own situation. Right. No, understood. Yeah, like understandable. Yeah, but looking Being back, trapped in the eye of Ganthra. What was Garthax. it called? Garthax. Garthax. Yeah, Garthax. Black Diamond and Garthax. Black Diamond and Garthax. It's probably uncomfortable. It's incredibly uncomfortable. It's not nice. and terrifying. But yes, especially one of my goggles right now. <laughs> a little bit, but yes, pregnant. Let's do that. Let's do it together. All right. All right. Um. Never mind. I'll save it for later. Uh, Jarrell will go first down the hallway, I suppose. Okay. Because we established. Hold on. I just wanted. I mean, I'm uh, asking for a friend. Uh, we established that uh, McGogles are short, right? He's like three or four feet yes. tall yeah, or I'm something like, three like that. Yeah, like three and a half feet tall or something. Okay. That's it. Just needed that information for no reason at all. Felix like short people. <laughs> so we go down the hallway. <laughs> you go down the hallway. The hallway goes south for 70 feet before it encounters another room just like the one you left. Before we leave, I say Hydrolo follow. And Hydrolo follows. Right, yeah, you have to just want to make sure. Yeah, another twenty by twenty room with uh, grates in the middle of the floor, also to the uh, west into the south, and another path goes, another ten foot wide corridor rather goes off to the east. Do you want to go off to the east? Passive perception for everybody. Passive. Oh, pass ten. Right. Nine. Ooh. Anything beating a twelve? No. Uh, Slim has thirteen. Slim is a thirteen. It's possible that Slim might be able to hear some more shrieking in the distance. And you know this because Felix immediately knows that. Well, yeah, like we we talk like mentally. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Like telepathically. Yeah. Got it. Slim is a very good familiar. Very great familiar. One yeah. of the best, in fact. Um, Quite actually, familiar we, to us. Where is the water coming from? The water is coming from the east. So it's coming in from the east and going out to the north. And nothing to the west as far as water is concerned? Is there even like a way for it to flow to the west or no? It could go to the west out of this room. But there are grates there, but it's going it's to the being, north. It's being diverted to the north. Yeah, so it goes west then north, and then back east across that hallway yep, that you that's I just check in. I'm kind of just following the water flow, right? Yeah. Okay, Slim's going 50 feet ahead uh, east. 50 feet ahead east. Well, that is about 50 feet of hallway there. Yeah. About. And I'm looking through her about eyes. About 30 feet off to the left. Mm-hmm. On the left side, there's a door. Hmm. Looks like another plain wooden door like the last one uh, you'd come in. And then, but it continues that 50 feet of hallway and a 20 by 20 room at the end. Yeah, anything special about that room? About that room, there's a grate and the uh, flow is coming in from the north. And there's a hallway to the north? Yes, the hallway goes out to the north. Starting to see a predictable pattern. Yep, but it's, it's, it's flowing in a circle right now. It is. So that's something. Like around something, right? But it's got to be coming from somewhere. Yeah. No right. crazy creatures in this room. No, there are no crazy creatures in the room or the hallway going out to the north. Uh, what about the one going to the east? That's just a door, he said. Yeah, Definitely there's door. the door which is north out of that east-west hallway on the south. Right. This is like when I got here. 
So like we're here, we're looking down this hallway. That's where she's flying down. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, why don't we, now if if I put Slim against the door, like if I, she just kind of floats over and it's just kind of like hovering there, you know, by that door in the hallway. Uh, do I hear anything? Does she hear anything? Like inside the door? Um, she would need to make a perception check. She could do that. Thirteen. A thirteen doesn't hear anything. Okay. A thirteen doesn't hear anything. What would hear something, Dave? Well, that's a great I, question, and one that you're not getting the answer to. Damn it. <laughs> you fucking know better. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to catch you off guard. <laughs> Just trying to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> what the fuck? You forget who the fuck I am. <laughs> I didn't forget. Like, this is the only sphere in my life where I could ever say anything even close to that either. So, so which ways, which ways can we get out of this room? We came okay. in came so from the north. You are in which room? We're at the T, sort of going that like we can yeah. go east or west, and east is like heading towards the other drain room with the door yes. in the hallway. And so west you are is outside of the door. No, where I'd say we're still in that T intersection. I'm I'm, I'm also Wait, gonna which T intersection? You said this hallway goes one. east to west, right? Oh, you just no. mean like it doesn't... no? There's a twenty foot room in each of the corners, and it goes in sort of a box shape. Okay, so there's actually no like when we reach the end of where we came in from, like we end of that northern like northwest corner yeah. area. When we head when we headed south, there's yeah. no passageway going west out of that no. room. Okay. No, it only goes to the east, but there's that twenty by twenty room. Yeah, let's head to the east, I guess. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, my my. So my, you head to the east, and along my... the north wall, about thirty feet in, is a wooden door. Right. That Slim Shady could not hear anything through. Okay. And then, but the entire hallway is about fifty feet long and ends in a twenty by twenty room. Yeah, let's with a corridor going out to the north. Right. Let's go has into that little door. Has the screeching all stopped? Like that was no. Oh, okay. The screeching is still going on. Okay. Now that you've been alerted I mean, to it. I mean the singing. Yes. <laughs> I mean semantics, really. That the well, song I'm, I'm like thinking as pregnant. Right. So. One creature's screeching is another creature's singing. Yes. Yeah. And the say. song carries on. You can't tell what direction it's from, though. But oh. it's definitely not coming from the door that I am now walking up to. No, it is not. That's cool. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I would like that. to uh, mage hand the door open from a safe distance. Oh. This door is able to be mage handed open. That's great. I like it when doors are able to yes. be opened. <laughs> there is a narrow hallway going north from this door. It is about seven or eight feet high, a little arched at the top. It's five feet wide and 15 feet long and ends in a steel door at the end of the hallway. I like steel doors. Are you going ahead of Jarrell? I mean, no, I'm just letting you guys know what I see. All right. Uh, Jarrell, he barely fits in this hallway. Um, we'll walk up to the steel door and like, kind of just like try to listen for a second. So I'll do a perception for Jarrell. Oh, yeah, good. A good, a good old Jarrell perception check. Eight. <laughs> All right, so you don't perceive anything. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I'm going to follow Jarrell up there, though. Okay. I feel good about this iron door. All right. It breaks from the pattern. Yes. Are you ready to breach? Uh, well, where are the rest of our compatriots? Where are the rest of the compatriots? Before I make that decision, I would let Jarrell was definitely going Very much where they are. Pregnard. 
Yeah, I mean Murph is pretty taking up the rear, following. Yeah. yeah, with Hydro low right behind. Okay, so Hydro is taking up the rear. All right, and taking Preg- it, taking up the rear. Got it. Pregnant? Where are you yes. in the middle of this group? <laughs> um, I, I I would say probably just close to Jarrell. Okay, so since he's my. Yeah, Protector. kind of, uh, I guess you'd be number two or three in the line with yep, Jarrell yeah. up front and Felix up there with you guys. Yeah. Then Murph and Hydrolo back, uh, filling, filling it out. Right. Why did Mike wince at <laughs> when I said Jarrell was my protector? Mike was like, mm. when? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's, he's relation- half Quinn There's now. an odd relationship <laughs> developing between yeah. the two of you that oh I don't know if I appreciate. Wow. I feel like I feel like Pregnard kind of is used to and in some way needs sort of like a, a daddy character. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> say the word daddy. I'm definitely, I'm definitely feeling this is a twink Pregnard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's accurate. Oh, well, there we go. Pregnard makes Jarrell delicious food. He's not. But also Pregnard, I'm pretty sure Pregnard <laughs> yeah, is just pretty asexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Also, we also established uh, everybody loves Pregnard. Yeah. And uh, uh, do we want to establish uh, how no. pre- pregnant reproduces here, or should we leave this up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's let it come up naturally in conversation. We'll leave that as headcanon for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Wait and find out. Yeah. Uh, so as Murph is walking through the hall, he asks Pregnant. No. Uh, <laughs> when Jarrell is no. 20 feet from the door, I'm going to use Mage Hand to attempt to pull the door open. Hmm. Nothing happens. I am now going to attempt to push it. Are you pushing past Jarrell? No, I'm using Mage Hand. Oh, you're Mage you're hand. 20 okay. feet okay. from the door. Sure. Nothing continues to happen. Okay, uh, this door is a little bit too strong for my Mage Hand. And I say goodbye to the hamburger helper hand. It waves back at me and then it disappears. As my good friend Zero would say, breaching mode. And uh, Jarrell will run and try to just... Shield bash the door? Push, yeah, like he did with the hotel, I Fantastic. guess. Fantastic. Um, let's make that a uh, strength check. All right. I mean, we could have tried to exhaust other options before. You just went Bruce Force into this fucking door, Jarrell. Uh, it's just a 10. It's a 10. You bounce off the door and fall on your ass. Ah, this is... Uh... Yeah. yeah. How'd they work out for you, Jerome? With a loud clang. Um, damn, I should I should have tried my inspiration there before. <laughs> I, can I can I if can I use my inspiration now to get up off my ass and try it again? Uh, I like that. Yeah. If okay. we're gonna retroactively so, apply inspiration, sure. Jarrell's embarrassed that Felix saw him fall on his ass. Didn't care about anybody else. And it's a nine. You really, should, <laughs> really should try rolling inside of yeah, the, probably, the tree. Yeah, probably. Probably wasted. Falls on his ass again. Oh, Terrell. Um, is there a keyhole? Yes, there is. Pregnant. Um, I have an idea. So, uh, you, you might even call it a plan. Murph, if I saw you make a face. Um, so I have this canteen of water here. Because there's water everywhere. I sheathrew your game, you rogue. And I say what, that... I, what, I didn't understand that at all. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about... If I pour some water into the locking mechanism of this door and then oh, yeah. you freeze it, mm-hmm. if we can then smash it, and maybe that'll work. I don't know how to pick a lock. Does yeah. anyone here know how to pick locks? Anyone? 
Not my specialty, and Anyone? you know that. Okay, cool. Does this sound like a good idea to you, Prater? Do you sounds think like that an excellent. That sounds like a good idea. I knew you would. I just I knew when when we started connecting before that this was going to be a good We good have connection. We yeah. are family. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just love how joyful he is. Like he really is bringing up the vibe of this dreary. Awful dungeon. Yes, it is, in. because this is an awful place with yeah. awful things happening. Makes right. sense that he should emit a 60 foot long, 5 foot wide sunbeam from his mouth. Right. <laughs> because of how bright he is. Yeah. You're the brightest star in the sky. And because his spellcasting oh. ability is charisma. Oh. Yeah, it's true, the, actually. The people. Oh, cha, cha, that, cha. that's actually a good thing to know anyway. Okay. So that um, you're going to make a check with your ice against this lock. Okay. But I figured instead of it being strength, it should be your spellcasting ability. So make it a charisma, I guess, um, with saving throw bonuses if you have them. Okay. Do I need to use a specific cantrip? No. I it's mean, shape water. Yeah. yeah. You're freezing the water. Yeah. There's like ray of frost. There's shape water. There's yeah, shape yeah. water. will do the frost. job. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's see how hard you're able to umfit with your charisma. Just a charisma roll. Charisma yeah. check. Charisma check. Hold. Is there a difference? Just, okay. Does he have proficiency on it? Because that's really how we determine uh, it. Yeah. Do, do you have um, like um, proficiency to your saving throws with charisma? Um. Yes. Well, there you go. Okay. So roll that. Okay. So like the full. Mm-hmm. So the saving throw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. So that's with plus nine. Oh yeah. Yep. And that is a twenty-eight. The lock shatters. Yes. I did it. You really are the best. Uh, I helped. I got the door open with the help. We're both wearing hazmat suits still, so I'm going to go ahead and high-five him. I nuzzle your hand. That's fucking adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I reciprocate the appropriate, you know, like I I kind of just pet your head gently. Pet the helmet helmet gently. Does Jarrell still see how gross they are? Uh, they are still absolutely swarming in it. In you are just about <laughs> at the end of your ten minutes, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> like it wouldn't be cute if you weren't covered in, like, E. coli. Whatever. <laughs> Jerome, would you maybe mind um, being the first person to actually open the door now? Uh, yeah, Jerome now kicks the door open because he's mad at it. Okay. In the middle of this 20 by 20 room, which you have entered from the southwest of the room. Uh-huh. Dead center is a cauldron about five feet across. It sits about five feet high. Mm. It is burbling and boiling with some sort of green something or other. Green Green something something or or other? That's amazing. (laughs) Casting these pallid green shadows on the wall all across the Green shadows? Pallid green (laughs) shadows all over the wall. (laughs) (laughs) There, There appears to be some sort of Pillar or statue standing behind the cauldron. Pillar or statue? It's not green. Not green. You didn't say it was green I yet. Know. Is it green? No. Well, I, it's illuminated with a sickly it. green light. Sickly green light? See, you guys are happy that everyone here gets it. James, since I know you're listening to this. He refuses to get it. Yeah. He yeah. is consciously ignorant of getting it. A con- yeah. He's a conscientious right. objector? To getting it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So that's what's in this room is this cauldron. Is there any one in this room? It's tough to tell. I mean, there's that statue of something 
It's a statue of something. It's tough. It, you can't really see it because of all the kind of smoky, hazy nastiness coming out of this cauldron. I see. But it's either pillar or very, very tall humanoid shaped. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, and it is not currently moving. I mean, I'm still going to obviously vote for a very tall humanoid shape because I'm paranoid as fuck at this point. So mm-hmm. Pregnard picks up on that and casts Mage Armor. Okay. It's no mirror image, but it'll do. Yeah. He's also <laughs> paranoid. Uh, Jarrell will do a religion check first. Okay, so the first thing your religion check Nat 20. <laughs> is profane, profane, profane. Okay. This is the opposite of holiness in all of its allness. With a, with a natural 20, do I recognize what it is? Um, or anything even close to what it might th- be? This is part of a larger ritual. Uh, in the, my divine sense. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Because now, I mean, rolling a nat 20 on a religion check, realizing what this is, divine sense immediately. Okay. So some things you can notice. Mm-hmm. First, um, that cauldron is part of a much larger ritual that is um, fueling this Desecration? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a capital B big one, too. Yeah. You can sense two kind of connections coming from this, sort of like spiritual or magical connections, and they are both heading off in a south or a southeasterly direction, one a little more south, one a little more east. Okay. Of southeast. Does my divine sense tell me if there's a creature? Yes, it does. Sure does. So what is and what is the creature? Is undead, aberration, fiend, large undead. Okay, it's undead. Jarrell is literally staring at it. It like, is now hmm. emitting a low growling noise. <laughs> low growling. Jarrell looks at Felix. You ready to do it again, old man? I'm old. I'm little. Like he never. Yes, really you are old, and you are little. Are you ready for this? Doesn't ever use any terms of endearment. You know what? Uh, can I polymorph? I'm gonna polymorph into a magogol. <laughs> so you want to polymorph into a magogol? Yeah, I want to look like Pregnar, but maybe just change my skin tone to like something slightly more blue. Okay, so huh. you want to be blue Pregnar? Yes. Blue Nart. Like if you pick the same character, you have to pick <laughs> player two. Right, like it's a different yeah. color. And yeah. I'm just gonna look at him and be like, "Who's old now?" Obviously, I don't have the moss beard because that's actually not like real. You know what I mean? Like it's like a fake thing. So I just look like a frog person now. Jarrell Moss. What are you talking about? Jarrell's going to put his hand out in front of Felix and go, "You're still little. You're still old, but you're much more adorable." That's what I was going for. I'll take it. And he can barely see you through. Yeah. The outfit that you're wearing, too. Yeah. Anyone with a passive perception of 12 or higher can uh, definitely sense a low rumbling coming from the... So just Slim? Just yeah, Slim Slim's like little, little yeah. dragon ears. Like, like it's starting up. to go somewhere between a growl and two large rocks grinding together. And the shrieking is still present? Uh, you can't hear it from here. Okay, okay. that's good. Yeah, one, We got one problem only. Jarrell turns to Felix. Well, what are we going to do? It seems like we found the root of all this. You mean the root of all evil? No. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just the root of the current evil. Yeah, that's great. Um, I say that we uh, obviously find a way to stop whatever ritual this is, and 
book. That, 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 that's, that's about it. Yeah. Well, my divine sense is telling me to kill that giant thing. Should we kill that giant thing? I think that's a good place to start. All right. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> with a passive perception over 10 can now hear the and feel the rumbling coming from it. Jarrell already knows it's a giant undead creature. He was just laughing at Felix for no time <laughs> before he decides to kill this thing. Uh... Can I give it the Conhex? That's, We're not in initiative. That is, the, um, that is the action that you would be taking towards it. I mean... Well, do you know... We, you, did you? Okay, because... Okay, so Slim Shady sense, perceived it, so yeah. you can, right? And Between Slim Shady and And Jarrell's divine sense is telling us this is a bad creature. Right. This is bad. It's a bad, bad thing. It's right. a bad thing. We, we don't like it. Bank it. And now all of us can hear it growling. Nope. Still can't. Really? You you can't with a ten? You're a less perceptive than Jarrell. Oh my god. He's just along for the ride. Yeah. Remember, he's also wearing a ridiculous thing that affects everything about him and he yeah. still hasn't figured it out yet. Right. I'm just <laughs> I'm weighing my options here and that big ass thing that's growling at us is in the way of us stopping a ritual, it seems like. It might even be doing the ritual. That is also possible. So I would like to to, to, to hex it. Do it. Okay. Yes. A hex on <laughs> yourself and your creator, you okay. evil thing. You have issued the con hex. And in doing so, have taken an action against it. And on the next episode, we'll roll for initiative. Oh, you son of a oh, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you like us... Maybe as people, maybe as artists, maybe you just like the thing that we're doing. We can be found on the internet. We're in such places as Twitter, at Hapless Heroes. We're on Instagram, also at Hapless Heroes. We're on Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast. And we can also be found on Facebook under Hapless Heroes podcast. All of those things. One, they'll bring you interesting content from time to time, like apparently a uh, video of me getting really excited over uh, garden variety leprosy. <laughs> but also those things will point you toward the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can interact with any of us, so the DMs, the cast, even uh, even the occasional uh, guest uh, guest artists. Guest, guest voices. Guest voices, yeah, that there's there's a better word. Guest than people? Yes. Our guests. You can interact with them on a daily basis too. We're all there. We've got channels for just about anything you'd want to talk about, whether it's our podcast, the indie in general, other games, our cats, whatever. Now, if you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. We are on Spotify. We are even on Google Play uh, Podcasts. Yeah, Yeah. Google Google Play Podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. uh, Any of those places that will allow you to leave a review, please do so. It's huge for us, even even if for nothing else than huge feedback, because we like to hear that from our audience. Now, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. Yeah, it's patreon.com slash Uh We have a lot of fun rewards, a lot of things. We keep adding stuff to it as we, like, as we, like, have more things to give you. Uh, I'm also working on potentially even uh, making T-shirts. 
with which, the tasteful nudes on them. I think it might even just be separate from Patreon altogether. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you'll, you'll, uh, I'll probably put any information on Twitter, Discord, like all those places. But uh, we also have like Hobbit's Notebook. We have behind the scenes audio. We have bloopers. We have like all of these amazing, awesome things for you as a reward to you for giving, like, or think, you know, giving us your hard earned money. I, you know, I just like, I'm thrilled and flattered that you think that we deserve it. The bloopers are really funny. They well. are pretty funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, please write a medieval set period novel mystery in which a cybernetic hybrid alien panther witch uh, has to solve the mystery of a serial killer who um, is decimating... um, a population of rainbow elves and dedicated to us. Happos Heroes Podcast. <laughs> I couldn't even navigate that sentence in my head from beginning to end. You know end. who it's... will end up having to do that, though? <laughs> Reinhock. It's, it's still one of the more legal legal things you can do. It's 100% legal. Oh, You're yeah, writing but, a novel. But, but the last one... Very ethical. Very filling good. a mannequin with... You know, so, like, there are less legal... It's legal in some states. <laughs> Not here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everything's legal as long as you don't get caught. And on those uh, wise words, we're going to close out our podcast. We'll start by outroing our cast. From my left, as Pregnart, we have Zach. Hello. I mean, goodbye. Um, Yes. (laughs) As Lord Jarrell the Light, we have John. Until next time. As the fabulous Felix Wizabottom, we have Francesco. I'm a frog now, ribbit. And as Murph Eastlaw, we have Mike. What do you guys keep hearing? Yeah, my name is Dave, and I've been your host and dungeon master for this evening. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye now. Bye. Good. Bye. Bye. Really, goodbye. Stop listening. Bye. Go to your home.